Hello, and welcome to Walking with the Tengu, a podcast exploring classic texts for the modern martial artist. We are continuing our walk through the Budo Shoshinshu today, which is by Daidoji Yuzan. If you're just joining us for the first time, it's not necessary to start at the beginning. But just know that these episodes are either vignettes meant to be timeless, uh, the earlier episodes are just as relevant today as when they first came out. Think of them as a library of topics rather than a chronological set of episodes. Speaking of which, today is a bit of a mix. There are five main topics. Be aware of the discomfort you inflict on others. Be reasonable to those under your power. Do it today, not tomorrow. Be on time. And do not use troubles at home as an excuse to shirk your duties. What unites them all is being aware of the impact your actions have on other people, a concept that should surely concern all martial artists. So let's get right to it. In the first section, Daidoji starts off by telling his audience of young samurai-to-be that regardless as to whether you're living at home, in a dorm, at a friend's house, or even in a place we might consider today to be a hotel, we should care about whether the people around us are well, both physically and emotionally. He says it doesn't even matter if we're friends with the person. We should be aware of how loud our laughter and our music is. We should warn others around us of this as well. If someone is depressed, worried, sick, or otherwise in distress, we should be thoughtful in the way that we conduct ourselves and be mindful of how that behavior inflicts itself on the people around us. He says this is not only because we must take into consideration the person in distress, but also to avoid being thought poorly of by other people around us. If we are inconsiderate and rude, either through action or inaction, then it's inevitable that we will gain a reputation for being rude and discourteous. In short, we should be aware of the discomfort we inflict on others. The next section is written in the terms of how a husband treats his wife but I've interpolated from it, for our day, simply the relationship between someone with authority or power, perceived or otherwise, in relation to others. This could be your spouse, your children, employees, even the animals that you have as pets. Of course, we should also think about the behavior of instructors and students towards their training partners. Daidoji says that if you're in a position of power over someone else, that forgiveness, patience, and an eye towards reasonable instruction should be the hallmarks of our relationship as an authority. If we're rude, abusive, and harsh towards someone in our care, then we are no better than the lowest of humankind. He likens it to the shame of a warrior seeking out an opponent who is unable to fight back. No one would call that brave, but the action of a coward doing that which a true warrior hates. The next one is a concept that we find in philosophy across many periods of history and cultures. Daidoji says that we must resolve ourselves to do our duties today, not tomorrow, not thinking that we have unlimited time ahead of us. We live in an uncertain world, after all, and no one can tell what may come tomorrow. If we are committed to this practice, then we will not be negligent or bored. We will not live carelessly with forgetfulness. If we do live in a way that is not mindful, that time is always running out, issues, challenges, and problems will pile up, and before you know it, you are overwhelmed. Daidoji summarizes it as a characteristic of the, quote, neglectful mind. 
by trusting in the uncertainty of that future. A bad gamble. Here are a couple quotes from Stoic philosophers on the other side of the world which have the same idea. First from Seneca, putting things off is the biggest waste of life. It snatches away each day as it comes and denies us the present by promising the future. The greatest obstacle to living is expectancy, which hangs upon tomorrow and loses today. You are arranging what lies in fortune's control and abandoning what lies in yours. What are you looking at? To what goal are you straining? The whole future lies in uncertainty. Live immediately. And then from Marcus Aurelius, Remember how long you've been putting this off, how many extensions the gods gave you and you didn't use them. At some point, you have to recognize what the world is that you belong to, what power rules it, and from what source you spring, that there is a limit to the time assigned to you, and if you don't use it to free yourself, it will be gone and will never return. So in short, as I would put it, don't waste today, or as you've maybe heard before, seize the day. Tomorrow is not promised to you. The next one is an interesting one, as I consider it to be one of those small things that shows us the character of a person, a reflection of their interior being, so to speak. Daidoji mentions that a samurai should know how far it is between his own home and his master's. For today, you might think of this as your place of employment, where you work. He then says that you should always leave a little early, just in case something happens. If you hang around at home, having one last cup of tea or chatting with your family, you'll end up needing to rush, and that's when mistakes happen. Maybe you try to run through that yellow light, when the prudent thing, if you weren't rushed, rushed, would be to slow to a stop. Maybe you're running up the stairs to get to your office, arriving disheveled, sweaty, and mentally in disarray. Anyone with sense in his head, as Daidoji says, will recognize what a theatrical farce this is, and people will learn that you cannot be depended on and consider you untrustworthy. He extrapolates on this and explains that even if you arrive early, if your replacement is late, it is not right to act restless or bored, as if you resent being there a minute longer. If you work in a job where you leave around a specific time, this would be like always leaving exactly at the minute your time was up, rushing out. Now, I understand that sometimes life presses in and we need to get from place to place. Time is almost worshipped in our modern cultures, and people flare into anger at others that slow them down even for a few seconds. We should move through our lives with enough padding in our calendar that we can arrive early and leave late. If you don't have enough time to do even that, then you invite trouble as your constant rushing around will cause you to start making small mistakes that could have very real long-term consequences. Lastly, today we learn that apparently there was such a thing as sick leave in the samurai world. Daidoji says that it's okay to ask for time off when your parents are so sick that you need to care for them, reflecting the Confucian ethic of his day. Conversely, if you have the means to have your spouse and children taken care of so you can continue your duties, you should. He does make the point, though, that not all have that luxury, and so it is reasonable to take time off to care for your sick family member. He also, interestingly, makes the point that if you've likely contracted the disease, that you also should take sick leave, likely for two reasons. One, so you can recover and return to your duties, and also so that you don't get others sick as well. For the martial artist, I would think this would be obvious. 
But alas, it is not always so. I can't tell you how many times I've seen a training partner, usually a fairly new one, show up to class sick. While there may be some misguided intention to show their commitment to training, they miss the fact that they endanger their training partners. I used to not want to reject training with them, but now I simply tell them that I'll be happy to train with them again once they are well. The first time this happens, I get it. It can be a learning experience. After that, it's just recklessness and insensitivity. Thankfully, it doesn't happen all that often. One of my hopes for a positive outcome of the 2020 pandemic is that people will be more sensitive to not infecting others with their common cold, flu, or whatever else comes along. Each of these lessons seems reasonable to me, even today. It is curious that Daidoji considers them necessary points to educate the up-and-coming youth of the warrior class of the Tokugawa period about. However, I don't think we're really all that different. If anything, I've not been particularly impressed with the care and awareness people in my own culture have towards others. These lessons are each a different reflection of the same point. Be aware of how our actions impact the people around us. Once again, specifically, be aware of the discomfort you inflict on others. Be reasonable to those under your power. Do it today, not tomorrow. Be on time. Do not use troubles at home as an excuse to shirk your duties. Do not use the sickness of others as an excuse. And finally, do not expose others to your sickness. Be aware of how your choices cause ripples in the people around you. Sometimes these are unknown to us and quite frankly may be unavoidable. If you can, develop your awareness, a key skill in the martial arts, to be particularly attuned to whether your words and deeds have a positive impact on everyone you meet, and not just the ones that deserve it, but the ones who maybe could use a lesson in how to treat others the way they, or the way we want to be treated ourselves. If we all spent a bit more time doing that, the net effect would certainly be a happier world. And that's all for today. Please help the podcast out by sharing and telling people about it. The best way you can help us is just by letting people know that it's out there and what it's got you thinking about. Thank you for listening and talk to you again soon.